I'm very honest in the show. Mm-hmm. If I had like a teeny tiny, you know, baby dick, <laughs> I so wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 186 of your favorite podcast, where every week Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. It's a hilarious uh, comedy podcast, a comedy podcast. (laughs) It's the number one comedy podcast on iTunes. It, it, uh, in the Roseville area. In the Rose, like even in my on my street, yeah. even it might not even be the number one podcast in Northern California, Sacramento, Roseville, in the house maybe. In the house, probably. Maybe my wife has a comedy podcast I don't even know about. Yeah, my wife is actually who's a fan, Aisha Tyler. Oh, okay. Have you heard of her? <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, I've seen her too, and she does not look like your wife. Is that like a woman she pays? It's uh, an elaborate wig and mask. <laughs> no. So yes, we are, but we are the number one comedy podcast. You know what we should do? We should say that every week, <laughs> and new listeners will say, whoa. Yeah. Like, bigger than Joe Rogan, and Bill Burr, well, and Adam Carolla? That could backfire, because then they could be like, yeah, tell like tell their friends, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, oh, it's the number one comedy podcast. Just click All on it. All right. That. We're not number one. We should have named the, sh- the, the show the number, number one, one comedy time. podcast. That's a great name. Yeah. Maybe I'll title the episode, title that, <laughs> and it'll trick some spam Google bots. And that, that would be great. They'll push it up. Okay, well, maybe I'll do that. And yeah, I don't know what number we are. I wish I did know. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. 300. There. I you said. think 300? No, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Anyhow, here we are, man. It's hey. another week. Yeah. We're rocking out. We're kicking out the jam. And I'm feeling terrible today. Okay. I'm on a diet. Oh, are Eddie. you? I should be on a live it. It's not a diet, it's a live it, it's a lifestyle, Eddie. <laughs> I'm normally pretty good, and I've joked in the show that I've been bad about my eating and drinking, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. Terrible bad. I'm like a trash person <laughs> right now. But I have a wedding to go to this weekend. Oh, this weekend? This weekend. Okay. I have a wedding to go to. I know, yeah, I just started. <laughs> so I have a wedding to go to, and this is not the first time I've talked about this on the podcast. It was a couple years ago, I went to another wedding, mm-hmm. had to fit into my wedding suit yeah you know contrary to popular belief i don't have a closet full of 60 suits <laughs> i would totally wear a suit every day if i had to would you oh every day because it's already it's like made for you you're done well if you had to right but like if you didn't have to because i mean you you predominantly work from home would right you, would you be wearing a suit just around the <laughs> around house, the house? <laughs> my birthday suit eddie <laughs> No, I don't think so. I'm saying if I worked in an office that okay. required it and I made enough money to actually afford, you know, 20 suits yeah. or something, I would love that. Yeah. I mean, both our dads wear suits every day. They yeah. work in casinos and shit. But so. not cool suits. No. Like, I love my dad to death and he wears, like, really expensive suits, but they're dad suits. Yeah. <laughs> I think my dad needs to go to, like, a tailor. And he has a tailor. It just, it, he just, it's not the style. Yeah. For, for him. If he went to, like, a, I don't know, like a younger tailor and hooked him up with, like, a cooler cut. And blow minds. Yeah. So that's, that's for my dad who doesn't listen to the show. There's your <laughs> advice, Pop. So, anyways, I have like my wedding suit. I don't have a lot of suits. I think I have three or maybe two. Two at this point. Yeah, I only two have suits. two. Yeah. And this is the one that I like to wear to weddings. And you know what the other thing is? I guess no one in our families that are close to us have died 
I feel like a lot of people end up getting a suit when someone dies. Yeah. They get a black suit, which is for a sad reason. And then you begrudgingly have to spend this money. And you're like, oh, God, this fucking grandma. <laughs> First you die on the family. You don't leave me any money. And now I got to buy a suit to go to your dumb funeral. <laughs> and I had to pay for a plane ticket to fly home to Florida. I, I mean, I don't know if most people would be thinking. <laughs> they might be. I guarantee you, when someone dies, the first thing some people think is like, oh, fuck. This is going to be a pain in my ass. <laughs> like, not worried that this poor person has died. Yeah. And maybe it's your mem-mem or your pep-pep that you've just loved forever. Or your weird Uncle Dale who lives in Poughkeepsie. And now you got to fly out to Poughkeepsie. And that sucks. <laughs> yeah. And you're annoyed by this. Because, you know, he never really sent you a birthday card. Mm-hmm. You know, he was rude to you. One time he spanked you and it just didn't feel right. And now you don't want to see him. So, you know, I'm kind of glad the guy's dead. This Wow, this sounds like some, uh, no, some deep I, shit, man. I wish I was unearthing a gem of a memory. No, I've got two uncles. They are both weird. But either way, you know, if they died, I'd be sad. Yeah. Um, but it still would be kind of annoying to have to go down to Vegas where they both live. So I, I would have to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. And I would have to take time off from work, which technically I know is okay. Like mm-hmm. you won't get in trouble, but it's not like a vacation. You know, people will cover for you, but I feel like if you miss work for someone's funeral, you still got to take care of your shit. You come back and you yeah. got a, in your inbox yeah. is just piled with papers <laughs> and manila folders. So I'm sorry. No one's died. I don't have a funeral <laughs> suit. I have a wedding suit. Tried it on and it didn't really fit, Eddie. <laughs> a little tight in the belly like how like like noticeably if you it wouldn't look good if you were walking around in it it was a little muffin toppy okay and i was able to button them but i thought there's no way i'm fitting a shirt in there ah yeah it just it wouldn't work right and you know so i said all right this week i'm doing it hardcore okay and nicole my lovely wife says you should do a vlcd (laughs) i said what's a vlcd she said it's a very low calorie day. Yeah. So twice a week, you eat like 500 calories, mm-hmm. 400 calories. It's like a fast. But then the next day, you start eating again. And the point of it's supposed to be you don't trick your body into thinking that you're anorexic. Mm-hmm. If you fast for more than one day, your body completely changes. Like it's shit. It goes into like starvation mode. Yeah. But if you only do it for one day, the thought is you get some of the benefits from that. And then the next day you start eating normal again. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of, you know what it did for me, and I really kind of recommend this, is if you feel like you're in a rut, fast for one day. Yeah. Like, I think it'll change your mind. Because, like, it really made me revisit, like, how I had been, like, eating and snacking and kind of reset. Like, I needed a reset. Mm -hmm. And it was great. And it's weird being that hungry. Like, (laughs) if you are a kind of person who's, you know, you have breakfast, you wake up in the morning... You have a bowl of cereal or maybe eggs, a piece of toast. You go to work. You have a handful of nuts or like a granola bar. Mm-hmm. You go out to lunch. And then in the afternoon, you have, I don't know, a handful of goldfish crackers and some cheese. And you're just like eating all day, let's yeah. just say, which I think is pretty common. I work from home, so I live next to my food. <laughs> yeah. It's hard not to eat it. Definitely. You work in an office where I'm sure like Becky from accounting brought in muffins. Yeah. It's Gary's birthday. There's we got a cake candy in the break drawer. room. <laughs> the candy drawer. Yeah. Nothing is funnier than the break room food <laughs> where people just feast on it. Oh, yeah, man. Like hyenas. Yeah. It's like a downed elk. 
what's crazy at my work is that um they have a lot of like big meetings so they'll have it catered because we have like an on-site cafe yeah they'll have it catered and then anytime like the food's not finished they'll like spread it throughout campus right and they're like hey like free enchiladas on floor four and you're like right fuck yeah i gotta get there before everyone else i'm gonna go to floor four and take a shit yeah because i don't know anyone on floor four (laughs) and then i'm eating those enchiladas (laughs) like a motherfucker and then maybe you do that weird move where you kind of eat some and you bring some back to your desk i'm so weird with food when it comes to situations like this <laughs> i remember one time i was that happened at my old job and i knew at home i didn't have any food and i kind of came up with an elaborate excuse like why i had to take home a pizza <laughs> <laughs> let me take home one of these pizzas because yeah. i knew i didn't go to the grocery store i i guess like i'm obsessed with food in a weird way like that like i overthink it mm-hmm. so it was nice for me to sort of be really hungry and the other thing is you don't really know how hungry you are until you haven't eaten for hours yeah if you're constantly eating every hour, you think you're hungry. Let me tell you about some real hunger, dog. <laughs> like I had a string cheese and an apple at noon, and then I haven't really eaten since. So Damn, yeah. wrap your head around that. <laughs> your boy is hungry. I'm going to eat your face. <laughs> I'm going to eat this microphone right now if I could. Is this the first VLCD you did? This is the second one. Okay, the second one. So I did one. one Monday, Okay. and then I did it today, and though I'm really hungry, it goes away. Yeah. You know, there's like these intense moments where you think you're going to die. You drink a glass of water and then it goes away. Yeah. So, buddy, hopefully I make it. <laughs> hopefully on, on Saturday, if you follow me on Snapchat, Sift Show, S-I-F-T Show, I'll Snapchat me on the dance floor, <laughs> ripping it up. Your pants and your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If I rip my, my jacket, Eddie. It's one thing it's if like I rip my pants. Incredible Hulk over here. Oh, I haven't gotten that out of control. <laughs> that would be pretty dope. Ripping your pants not cool yeah ripping your suit jackets maybe i'll just rip it in half like a strong man rips a phone book <laughs> on the dance floor <laughs> fuck this suit and just you know that's my wedding present for my boy steve that, i mean that's a memorable memorable moment so mm-hmm. that's definitely a gift all right well and i'll be in the wedding photos i'll be in the wedding photographer's thing or maybe i'll be in the video <laughs> you know that's what you got to do when you go to a wedding is try to get your shit into their story yeah leave a memory be the drunk weird guy who, when they posted that photo on Facebook, you got tagged in it, and then you get to relive that memory. <laughs> <laughs> or you like ruin the their special night. And oh my! <laughs> causes that. them to get divorced. Like I can't believe you yeah. invited your dumb cousin. There's that. There's that <laughs> angle. I mean, I wouldn't be that bad where I get drunk and like knock over the wedding cake. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucked up. Would you get drunk and like fuck a couch? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Sure. All right. The couch was asking for it. You saw how sexy the couch <laughs> yeah. was. The couch didn't have dressed like that if they didn't want it. No. I mean, the couch. a couch should be able to walk down the street naked <laughs> and feel safe, but not in this house. <laughs> Don't walk down my street, couch. I'll take you. All right. So I feel, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I'm kind of glowing a little bit. Okay. It could be that. It could be the intense hunger. My stomach is eating itself, but I'm happy, and you know, I'll, I'll keep you on suit watch. Have you? I mean, have you lost any lbs? I haven't even. I'm not going on the scale either. Oh, okay. That's the other thing. Okay. I don't care what I weigh. I just care that my suit fits. And then, do you go crazy at the at the wedding? I'm a tear it up, <laughs> Eddie. I'm a rip it up. See, the other thing, my my wife and I, we haven't been on a date in probably eh, six weeks mm-hmm. or something. So this is like our first night out too. Yeah. Your your wife is graciously watching our daughter. Yes. My boys are, I don't know, I'll put them in a bag and fucking throw them <laughs> in the backyard. I don't care about my boys. But they're taken care of. So my wife and I can go out, Yeah. go to a wedding. You know, maybe she ties one on. <laughs> I drive home. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. You know the deal. You guys should stop in the in the driveway. <laughs> 
Of my house? Get it done. <laughs> Before I even get in the house. Before I even get in the house, man. I like that. Yeah. And then uh, then your wife will be here. We'll relieve her. <laughs> and we'll just both know it's our, our secret. <laughs> well, I'm excited. And, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. So there. So I, speaking of my wife, she's... My wife's not a very political person. Mm-hmm. But, man, she's really getting into this Bernie Sanders character. Yeah. Have you heard of Bernie Sanders? <laughs> Bernie Sanders? Have you heard of him? <laughs> yes, I have, actually. He's this guy running for president. Oh, I thought he was a rapper. Okay. No, that's Bernie Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Beanie Seagal. So, you know, he's running. And the one thing I will give him and Trump is I think they've reinvigorated people who maybe didn't care about politics mm-hmm. on both crazy sides. Yeah. So, you know, my wife's into it. Like, some of her other mom friends are into it. And she said to me this week, hey, you should talk about him on your podcast. Okay. And I said, ooh, I don't know. I don't want to, like, piss anyone off. Yeah. And she said, hold on. You mean to tell me on your <laughs> fucking dumb podcast where you talk about jerking off, having sex with me, your dick mouth. That's her thing now when she wants to make fun of the podcast. She's like, well, go on your podcast and talk about your dick mouth. <laughs> or, like, if we're in the kitchen and I, I she feels like I'm slipping into a routine uh-huh. or something, she's like, okay, here we are. We're on the podcast. You should talk about your dick mouth. <laughs> so I'm sorry I can't help it. I mean, that's that's pretty spot on, though, as far as... <laughs> I know. It's true. Observation of the show. Yeah, that's... She's got us pegged <laughs> there. But I said... She's like, you mean to tell me you're embarrassed? You don't want to talk about that? You don't want to make anyone mad? However, once a week, you just do this dumb, filthy show. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's different. I'm yeah. sorry. It's yeah. Different. <laughs> so, look, vote for him. You know, I definitely think he's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly, I think people can tell that, you know, we're not big Republicans no. over here. And I feel really bad for the Republicans. I really do. Yeah. They don't even have, like, there are normal, smart Republican people out there. Mm-hmm. They probably like gay people. They're pro-life. Yeah. You know, or no, they're pro-choice. Maybe they want gun control. But then there's certain other things like why can't there be a nice middle ground? I think most normal people really are somewhere in the middle here. Yeah, I mean it's 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 because the Democrats and the Republicans have to have such different views mm-hmm. to differentiate their parties. Hate it. And it's they I mean technically the independent party would probably right. fall within the, those lines. Or libertarian of, yeah, or something. But yeah, I don't know. It's Nobody stupid. cares. Yeah. It's really sad. And I think every country's the same way. You know, it, and it's like Panama paper bullshit, like the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a wild time to be alive, Eddie. It <laughs> really is. So vote for Bernie Sanders there, okay? That's all I'm going to say, I guess. Uh, or not. I don't care. <laughs> you know, one thing that we do on the show sometimes is we thought we were going to make this a reoccurring segment where if Eddie and I read a story online, because I feel like people are reading way less books, but I feel like we're consuming insane amounts of content nonstop. Yeah. And reading nonstop, even though it's like junk food. I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I feel like we're being stimulated. And it's almost like we know more now than ever, but we're also, I feel like we know less than ever yeah. in a weird way. Yeah. There's probably a term for that, like uh, information overload. <laughs> I'm, sure there's a, I'm sure there's a term, scientific term. But either way, every once in a while, Eddie and I will find a story that we think is interesting that we want to share with the show. I've got one this week. Okay. So you know what five-hour energy is. Yeah. Have you ever had one? Um, I have not. Yeah, why is that? I I mean I don't I don't like 
caffeine doesn't really affect me. That's why I don't really drink coffee. Doesn't affect you. It doesn't work on you or you just don't care. It doesn't really work on me. Like I've had, I've taken no dose mm -hmm. like when um, like driving from Vegas to Reno and I right. didn't feel any difference in my energy levels or alertness. Mm. Yeah. Um, same with coffee. Like a couple months ago, I started drinking coffee every morning, but it didn't really do anything for me. You just liked it. And not, not even just really. So why'd you do it? it? Because caffeine, cause like, talking about diet, Right. Um, so I do this thing called intermittent fasting. Okay. And I've inadvertently been doing it since like high school. Like I don't oh. eat breakfast mm -hmm. and I mainly started not eating breakfast so I didn't have to shit first period in high school. Right. Um, and then I'll eat like a big lunch and mm -hmm. then a relatively big dinner. Okay. Um, so this is a fitness show now. It, it is. Yeah. It's a health entrepreneur <laughs> show. <laughs> but the theory behind it is you fast for like 16 hours. Okay. And eight of those hours are when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. And then you have like an eight hour feeding window. Okay. to eat all your calories in, in, in those hours. Hmm. So it's not really like a diet. It's just kind of shifting your calories so you can eat bigger meals so right. so you can feel more satisfied. I like that. I yeah. like that. So I've been doing that. And um, what the f how did the fuck did I get on that? Because you drink coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so during the fast, you can drink black coffee. Gotcha. Because it blunts appetite. Gotcha. Um, and it's supposed to make you more alert. But I didn't feel any more, any right. less hungry or more alert. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Well... And you gave it a shot? Yeah. Your body just might not work with caffeine. I, yeah, I don't think it does, yeah. I think that's completely feasible for whatever reason. Maybe you see that as a feature, not a bug. Yeah. As they say, you could go to a bar. Like, what if your body couldn't get drunk? Oh, that'd be so sad. <laughs> it would be really sad. That's the saddest story I've ever heard. But you could go to a bar and say to some guy, you think you can drink? I'll bet you $100 that I'll drink this, have this bottle of tequila. Yeah. And you just drink it like you're drinking juice. That would be crazy. And your poor liver is just like <laughs> steaming out of your body. But you don't get drunk. That would be that would be nutter. <laughs> so either way, five hour energy, you're right. I don't really I've drank it one time and it was when I was traveling and I had to stay up late. Mm -hmm. And I don't actually I don't think it has caffeine, believe it or not. Oh, I think it it's got okay. something else in it. I'm not sure. But either way, there are people that drink them every day. Yeah. Like water. Or that's like their coffee or their afternoon thing. They just pound a five hour energy. Mm-hmm. And so the guy who created Five Hour Energy is a billionaire. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like 10 times over. So here's the story. It's not about Five Hour Energy, but the guy <laughs> that made it, he's made so much money that they made this documentary about him. It's called Billions in Change. Okay. Something like that, I think. And now that he has all this money, he gives all 99% of it or something he's now reinvesting into clean water and energy. And he was oh, one of cool. these kind of guys. Yeah. And so much so that he created this factory almost where just like the most brilliant engineers and designers and inventors come and just try to do shit. That's, cool. that's like, awesome. That's their job is yeah. to come to his factory and try to like solve world hunger wow. and stuff like that. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. This is a guy who's got so much money that he still lives a great lifestyle, but instead of just looking at numbers in a bank, yeah, like some dumb old piece of shit, like there is a limit to how much money you need. Oh, definitely. I don't care who you are. Once you finally get your house and your jet ski and you don't care, there's a, there's a threshold. Yeah. So the fact that this guy is giving so much of it back is amazing to me. He's doing great things with it. And if you're that rich... Shame on you for not giving it back, or at least joining our Patreon <laughs> for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, what's like one percent of like four billion? That's still millions of dollars. Four hundred right? grand, maybe. It's either four hundred grand or 
four million or yeah something. So that, yeah, that's good. He's still making a, a great amount of money, right. and that money is making money. Like right, it's not just sitting there chilling. Right, he's he's getting interest off that shit. So totally. And the nice thing too is you may say, hey, this guy is just doing all these inventions to make money from them. He's not. He's like Elon Musk, where you know he released the patents yeah. to the batteries and stuff like that, which was genius. And this guy is the same way. He's not redoing this to make more money. Yeah. He's doing it for the good. He's actually doing it for the good of the world and the earth. That's so awesome, man. shout out to him. New sponsor, <laughs> Five Hour Energy. Drink one. And to me, I almost thought to myself, that's a company that I would rather give my own money to. Like, that's a story I feel like they could be telling, but they don't. They just do cheesy jingles and, like, if you're tired in the afternoon, five hour energy. <laughs> and there's so many different flavors. And either way, whatever. So check it out. It's called Billions and Change. I didn't watch it, I watched a trailer for it. Because why would I watch a movie when I can just watch the trailer? Watch it like the movie comes out and he's just a huge misogynist, racist. <laughs> right. And just like hates the world. Yeah. But he was just like, but I don't got anything better to do with my money. I think most of them are that way. Yeah. I, I don't know. How I, this is a story that I can try to tell without naming names. Back in my old job, I did some cool work for some pretty high profile companies. Mm -hmm. And one of them was a company that ran... I can't tell this story. I've already said too much. <laughs> Shit. Well, either way, this is a guy who it's supposed to be so great. And I had dinner with him. Mm -hmm. And he turned out to be like just a total lewd weirdo. Just a, just a piece of shit. You need to tell me about I'll tell you, this. Ugh, this is really bad. I should have not given so many details. Either way. Bleep some of it out, man. It'd be pretty funny, I think. Okay, I'll bleep out that part okay. from when I kind of described it. So here's, let me set the scene. Everyone's just sucking this guy's dick, mm -hmm. figuratively. <laughs> you know, we go to these meetings. He's in the meeting. It's like, oh, he's here. He always here. And, you know, he's just a guy. Yeah. And he comes cruising in. And he's obviously really smart. He's done really well. His ego is insane. And we go out to dinner. And, like, while riding in the car, the agency has purposely brought along, like, pretty girls from the agency. They're not even working on his account. Yeah. They're just like, oh, we're bringing Clarice. You know, she's an account gal on a different project. So we get there and they like really, they sit all the girls around this guy. Oh, man. And me and the rest of the guys are like on the end of the table. <laughs> like we're like some weird suitors. And this is some, you know, a fairy tale. And he's the king. <laughs> okay. And he's all suave and the girls are all laughing. And it was just really odd. And that's... to me, I think that's what most billionaires are like. They're like evil geniuses who yeah. just want more money. Don't be that way. So was this, was this dude a billionaire? I don't know if he was a billionaire at that point. He probably is now. Okay. But, you know. I'm I'm excited to uh, learn about it. You probably can tell. Well, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. So whatever. I better remember to bleep that out. If I edit the show and forget, <laughs> I'll be in trouble. Uh, all right. Either way, what was that? Five-hour energy. Check yes. it out. Check it out. Uh, you know, I mentioned our Patreon. And so once a month, I like to really just say thank you. You know, we have a Patreon account, which you may say to yourself, why do you even need one? It's for hosting, it's for our equipment, it's for our merch, when that will get done. So if you are supporting the show, anything that we do make, you'll certainly get for free. And otherwise, it just makes us feel really good. And yep. you good too, you know, for consuming some media. So here's the people that have given. Kristen, Paul from Roanoke. Where are you at, Paul? <laughs> you know, you're a big supporter of the show with your money. Um, he hasn't sent us an email in a long time. What if he just sort of like stopped watching, listening to the show? He probably did. No, I don't think so, man. He's getting reminded once a month when he sees <laughs> yeah. our Patreon charge his credit card. Hopefully he's okay, man. Hey, what if he died? 
let us know, Paul. Paul, let's hear from you. We need proof of life. (laughs) Uh, Who else we got? We got the Sour Boys, Nick and Joe, uh, Brian, Seb, Jack, Lori, Shane, Keenan, Lisa, Milan, Haley, Chris, Dylan, Shuckster, Tessa, and Vicky. So thank you everybody so much. And and Henry too, I got your note. Shout out to you either way. Yeah. And Shakita, of course, thank you. And that's that. So yeah, patreon.com slash sift show if you want to do that. Oh, you know, people can buy ads for our podcast now. I wasn't going to talk about this because I don't think anyone's going to do it. Mm -hmm. But there's this website called advertisecast.com. I think that's what it is. We have an account on there and anyone can go on there and buy an ad. So Coca-Cola, if you're listening. And then what? And then they get in touch with us and we'll talk about their thing and we'll do like we did with Squarespace or... How much does it cost? Do you know the... Uh, I think it's like starts at 50 bucks or something. So 50 bucks is one ad and then we have to say whatever the fuck they want? I mean, I, I would. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no rules. So if it's more important for you to spend 50 bucks to hear, you know, I don't know, <laughs> me say something awful and Eddie say something stupid, sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to do that. Why not? All right. So yeah, check that out. It's a pretty cool thing. And that's that. It's the show of old bits that we haven't done in a while. You know, we haven't done a story. Mm. I've got some, some, some TFDYMHM tweets from Dan you might have missed. <laughs> so I'm pretty active on Twitter. My personal account is at Dan the Beast. The show has a Twitter account, which is, should be more active. It's at Sift Show. But every once in a while, if I tweet something that I think is funny enough for the show or not, mm. I will say it on the show. So here's a couple tweets. Uh, here's one that got six faves, Eddie. And this one's pertinent because it's about Bernie. Every time Bernie debates, I expect him to ask if he needs to go home and get his shoes and glasses. <laughs> My glasses. My glasses. <laughs> so I don't know. Six people remember the Jerky Boys. And man, the Jerky Boys are so ahead of their time. Yeah. I mean, the Jerky Boys essentially like made Reddit and like the bad yeah. internet. Like that yeah. kind of humor, you know, is it was just huge for kids like us back then so yeah go saul rosenberg is there's a character from the jerky boys who i feel like bernie sanders would have looked like if he'd have been a real person okay so yeah people agreed and thought that was funny nice uh oh yeah okay we've talked about this in the show before april fool's day mm-hmm. last year i think the show aired on april fools and we had our wives open the show as a joke yeah we probably should have done that again yeah that was pretty funny and people like when our wives are on mm-hmm. so you know it's been been a long time since a wife has been on anyhow maybe we'll just do that for fun yeah coming up but otherwise you know all of a sudden april fools and i'm trying really hard to not be an old man about this mm-hmm. not to be a cranky old doof who doesn't want anyone to do fun things and i'm totally for that <laughs> you know if you wanted to pull an april fools prank on me and you know come in carrying my son grant covered in ketchup like oh my god grant got hit by a car (laughs) that would be mean (laughs) but a great punk yeah you got me yeah but i feel like what gets me is when brands are doing these april fool's day jokes yeah brands are not people yeah you don't act like a person people do these things you know brands don't support gay rights you know i know they do and i'm glad they do because mm-hmm. everybody should. But it just makes me laugh when people are like, well, I'm not supporting Disney because they are for gays. Yeah. It's like, well, it's funny that Disney even has an opinion on it because Disney's not one person. <laughs> There's tons of people that work at Disney that probably hate gay people. Yeah. And, and all that. So either way, 
It's fucking April Fool's. Every brand thinks they need to pull some prank. Yeah. And the thing is, brands aren't supposed to lie. Like, so on <laughs> April Fool's, like, you, I don't know if McDonald's has a press release that they're doing only red hamburgers. You believe it. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, April 1st, it's like they have license to be silly, <laughs> be real goofy. It's like, no, I'm not going to buy your shit. So a ton of them backfire. Yeah. All the time. Especially on social media when brands try to like talk to each other yeah. or say stupid shit. That's just one dumbass. It's like a guy like you or me just running their Twitter account. Yeah. It's not like if Pizza Hut tweets something that's mildly racist, the CEO of Pizza Hut, you know what though? I take that back. Some brands are that fucked up where like they can't even tweet without a committee of douchebags reading oh, a yeah. tweet. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I've I've had that issue at, at the agencies I've worked at mm. where they want like oh, we want real-time tweeting for the Super Bowl. Right. But you need to first text it to me, then I got to text it to my boss, and then he's got to clear it, and then I'll get back to you. And it's like, that's not real-time. No. You just got to trust that we understand right. how far we can take it. Exactly. Yeah. No one trusts their ad agencies anymore, and that's the real problem. Yeah. Because they burn that trust, Eddie. <laughs> so either way, yeah, if you follow a brand on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter – Odds are 10 people are reading every tweet. And the brands that don't, you can tell because they're funny and they're weird and they're right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So either way, the funniest one I thought that was such a failure was from Google. Did you hear about this one? Yeah. So Google is Google, like, you know, supposed to be the smartest, coolest company in the world. Mm -hmm. They had this bright idea that when you sent an email, instead you would say like send and a mic drop. Yeah. And what it would do is it would mute your email so you couldn't see any replies and then a GIF, an animated GIF of a minion, of a minion, Eddie, would show up dropping a microphone. Now, minions, I'm sure everybody knows, are from Despicable Me. Despicable Me with Gru and... My goyles. My goyles. And they're funny. They're like a side character. They got their own movie. And now, you know, they're all over Facebook. Yeah. So anyways, people were pissed because on accident, people were doing this. Mm-hmm. And imagine if you didn't know it was April Fool's or didn't care, and you got an email from one of your subordinates that said, you know, with a mic drop, Mm -hmm. like, fuck you. And then when you reply to them, they don't get it. So tons of people got really pissed off. Yeah. And I get it. Listen, you should be smart enough to know when you're clicking through your email. There was lots of prompts, lots of warnings, and people still did it. So now that I've completely set up this tweet... That was all the setup for this tweet, Eddie. Remember, we're still on our tweets you might have missed segment, believe it or not. Okay? Here's here's the actual tweet. Seven likes. Seven faves on this one. My only real beef with this Google mic drop thing is that it used minions. Minions? Everyone's weird Facebook beanie baby aunt is pumped. And truly, that's really what I, the most odd thing about it is how could a company so cool use minions i don't think they ironically were using them no they meant they it. i think they have uh like a partnership don't say that i think they Fuck. do man because what minions well with i, I whoever warner brothers yeah. or who knows because i remember my friend went to their campus and they had like a minion like area mm. on their campus with like giant minion statues and shit that's despicable yeah me <laughs> 
Now, that's terrible. Yeah. And what do they need the money for other promo? I mean, I guess it almost makes minions look cooler. Yeah. Well, either way, it backfired. I thought it was pretty funny. You know, when a company like that has to apologize for something, it's kind of, it's almost like when somebody you know who's really rich or, or handsome, something bad happens to them. <laughs> and you're like, ha ha. Yeah. Sucks to be you, dude. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. So those are all at the end of it. Okay. No more tweets. Okay. Good ones, though. Thank you. Yeah, you got Thank it. you. All right. The other thing on this show is we get tons of questions from people. So much so lately. It's amazing. It's great. Let's do a handful of questions here. Yeah. Okay. So you can get in touch with us too. Saveforthishow.com slash contact. You can be anonymous on there, which people love to do. The Rootster Ghoul has disappeared. Yeah, it's crazy. This guy burned bright. Fiery. Maybe he finally got a job. Maybe. Maybe he got <laughs> bored of it. I don't know. Yeah. Because we weren't being like mad enough. God damn it. <laughs> God damn you, guy. So you can be anonymous and send us mean ones and be a rudester ghoul, or you can be nice, or you can just email me, saveitforthishow at gmail.com, and yeah, we'll get back to you. Or if you have a question, you know, we get a lot of sex questions on the show, Eddie. We do. And so here's a sex question right here, okay? Hi, my name is Caitlin. I came over to this show from the Dead Inside show a couple weeks ago. Help me out with something, please. All right, now here's where I'm wondering if this is real. Okay. (laughs) I'm a white woman dating a black man. My problem with him is his dick is very small. Initially, I agreed to date him because I heard all black men have huge 30-inch dicks. (laughs) My dude is four inches hard. This sounds like a guy wrote this. My dude. (laughs) It does. I'm disappointed, but I really like him, and he treats me well. I'm sure you two don't have this problem, but do you guys know the best positions for sex with guys with small dicks? So... Here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is a guy, and he wanted to know. He's got a small dick. <laughs> okay. And he wants to, instead of saying, like, bros, it's anonymous. He could have said this. Yeah. Guys, look, I kind of got a small dick. I mean, four inches hard isn't, like, the smallest dick I've ever heard. Yeah. But it's not huge. <laughs> he wants to know what's a good position for that. And I'm very honest in the show. Mm-hmm. If I had, like, a teeny tiny, you know, baby dick... <laughs> I still wouldn't tell you. <laughs> no, I think I would make a joke about it. Yeah. You know, or you do like the Howard Stern move where all you do is talk about how small your dick is. His dick's probably six inches, five inches. It's probably fine. Yeah. You know, it's fine. So, but, you know, I can't speak for you, but I'll only imagine <laughs> your wife seems very happy that but Eddie and I both have probably normal to above average dicks <laughs> i i wouldn't say i'm above average i mean i would say i'd probably average i'm, I'm sure mean, you are but i'm a short filipino dude so well, so what but but i also give great heads so uh. <laughs> eddie how dare you <laughs> well that makes up for it it does you know i know i've seen you eat chicken wings before <laughs> so i can only imagine the yeah. magic you do so okay i can't tell you from experience um i'm like nine inches hard <laughs> and six inches around <laughs> So that's 54 square inches of So like a, like a Pringles can. Fuck a Pringles can, dog. Like three Pringles cans, <laughs> okay. man. My poor wife, you know? Baby's just falling out they of just her. just fall man. out. I mean, if you see her limping. No, all right, come on. But don't be gross, Eddie. So my, my advice, though, to this guy is missionary. Missionary? You got to go missionary. Like, I think if you're coming from behind, you got too much ass, you got to work around. Yeah. You know, you can't, maybe you do like the spoon move where you're laying next to her, you know, so I just say you get on top, you whisper in her ear, <laughs> grind on her clit super hard, and you know, maybe just the combo there will work. I was thinking, um, I was thinking girl on top. Girl on top. Yeah, that's because another good one. all of her weight 
pushes all the way down on your dick. So right. you get a little bit more in there, right? Right. But technically, I guess she's in charge. And which might be a good thing because then she can work it out. She wants. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've never had a dick inside me, <laughs> so I can't tell like if it's easy to tell when it's going to end. Cause I feel like if she's gets into it and she starts like pumping herself, yeah. if she slips out, you know, that's, that's annoying. And what if she slips out and comes down on it? I think most guys have a, a slight fear of that, like of their dick getting Crushed, broken yeah, off. Yeah. And sometimes if my wife's ever on top, I have to say it to her like, like slow down. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you're getting close to the top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you're in the danger zone yeah. <laughs> here. So maybe a gal or I guess a guy, a guy could be on top getting mm. fucked in the ass. If you can't, you can't tell when it's going to end. Is all I'm saying. Okay. So if you're on top, you're in charge. You're let. You're in, you're you're doing the whole thing. Yeah. And so that's that's my suggestion. So if this is a gal, you know what? Hey, I appreciate the note. And sorry I made light of this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, of course not every black guy has a big dick. I, Thirty inches though. Thirty that's, inches. That's average, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that is average. But I mean, come on, man. There's poor the poor black guy with like a normal size or a small dick. Yeah. That's got to be hard. Yeah. Because yeah, like the entire that's like the biggest myth about a, a race and a culture. Yeah. I mean, Jews are cheap. Black guys have big dicks. I mean, it's like it's crazy. Yeah. And what about if you're a super generous Jew? That's hard to overcome. Just like a small <laughs> dick to black guy. That should be the episode title. Yeah. Small dick to black guy, <laughs> or super generous Jew. That would just. Maybe if the episode titles were more <laughs> crazy like that. You got to throw, throw Bernie Sanders in there, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's super generous. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, listen. I don't know what to tell you. Missionary. Yeah. Good enough? <laughs> all right. And don't be so cool. If he's a good guy, stick with him. You know? Have him go down on you. Yeah. Do something. You figure it out, Caitlin. All right. Uh, here's a weird question. This one's gross. Maybe we should do another gross one. Oh, whatever. 90% of these are gross. Would you rather... Or what's more effective? Is it weird? Masturbating with your tears or using your jizz as shaving cream? So what what would you rather do? <laughs> jizz on your face? On your face. Or jerk off with your own tears, Eddie, which is probably pretty common. Yeah, I would probably jerk off my own tears. I mean, it wouldn't be like the best lube ever. Yeah. But for you, you're a dry guy. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not always a dry guy. Oh, but, but in it a, up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like in a pinch, mm-hmm. which is most of the time mm-hmm. when you got kids. Right. Uh, like, let me hurry this one out. Yeah. But okay. uh, yeah. And be, only because I think shaving with jizz, like you're opening up your pores. So that's Ooh. just soaking in. Yeah. So that's like the ultimate like face yeah Scrooge. yeah i didn't think of it that way i almost thought in my head like you know jizz is pretty shaving cream-esque in yeah. a way but you're right you're shaving it into your your body yeah you know and which is even worse than swallowing it it's like going into your skin <laughs> so okay you're right jerk off with your tears and i you know i'm a moist man so what I about jerking off to... with your jizz well, you're done. Like, no, you, you save, save, you it? save your jizz. Oh like, my god! It's dude. That's it's organic. Yeah, it's all natural. Maybe that's an idea for a lube with your lady. If you're not worried about getting pregnant. Yeah. I feel like if your jizz was out of the body, would it mold? Like, there's a study. To do. It would dry up. There's like, yeah, what if you had enough know. jizz in a bottle to where it wouldn't just evaporate? Yeah. And you could see if it actually would get moldy. Probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. Could would like you, barf would you refrigerate it? I think you have to, right? But then you know a girl wants cold lube. This is gross. <laughs> if anyone knows the expiration date of semen, yeah. please let us know. Let me know. Let me Google that for you. 
All right. Oh, here's something. Okay, this could be funny or this could be terrible. Okay. All right, let's, let's see here. Love the show, fellas. Here's an idea for a new segment akin to singing for real. Freestyle rapping. Please, please, please. It could be so funny. First word, Kalamazoo. Go. And so this is, again, you know, you tricked me with the real singing. Yeah. You're a better singer than me, and you are clearly a much better MC than me. <laughs> but if you, how are you going to freestyle rap with no beat? Acapella style. Acapella style. About Kalamazoo, which I think is, what, a city in Missouri or Mississippi? I have no idea where it is. Um, I question that it's even a real place. I bet it is. <laughs> it's like Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie, yeah. Okay. So can you drop like two lines Kalamazoo. about Kalamazoo? Um, and you can even be like, what? What? Even you like okay. get yourself motivated. I. <laughs> this is, this a- is like, I'm, I'm getting as nervous as I get for... Mm-hmm. Real singing, man. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so I just want to preface this with I haven't practiced freestyling in a very long time. Sure, who does? And a lot of times when you freestyle, you say offensive things. Oh, God. <laughs> or things that don't make sense. Right. So I apologize if any of that comes out. Well, at least the word wasn't like trigger. Because <laughs> that would have been complicated. It would, yeah. So, yeah, um, don't say anything around that. But, yeah, Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, okay. Um, oh, man, okay. Damn, I'm so is, nervous right now. See, I know this is not easy. Um, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so awkward, man. Sorry, you gotta um, you gotta work into it. All right, freestyle rap. You gotta yeah, what? Yeah, all right. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, yo, here we go. Okay, you <laughs> <laughs> you want me to freestyle? You give me Kalamazoo, like like you're trying to test me or fucking challenge me, dude. S- Something, something, something. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon and poop. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I love to eat ice cream. Ice cream. Ice uh, cream like a gallon of scoop. Um, you're blowing it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. I keep the booty hollering. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's good. Uh, splitter splatter. When I, t- when I take a shit, man, are you following? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be about Kalamazoo. So, Is that oh, how I this started works? Kalamazoo. All right. Or it doesn't like every line have to be like, here's like the white guy way of rapping. Yo, yo, I'm coming up into Kalamazoo. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to do <laughs> when I roll I... through. Okay. Kalamazoo. Damn. It's okay. You did a, you did a good job. This Ka- is hard. Kalamazoo jerked off and my jizz blew. Oh. Um, into my old lady's shoe. Not, this is not what rappers <laughs> Wiped do. it up and got a new hairdo. There you uh, go. All right. I, you know, ser- serious singing is more easy. Yeah, and fun. definitely this is easier. This is tough. All right. Uh, okay, here's a question. All right. To the hosts of the SIFS podcast, I cannot believe the questions women, in all caps, mm-hmm. ask you. They're probably the same kind of women who let men, all caps, fuck them in the <laughs> ass. That's why I don't have a girlfriend. I can't trust a woman who swallows cum then wants to kiss me. Have a good show. Really enjoy it. <laughs> so I kind of think this is weird enough to be real. Like I think this is, is this somebody who really thinks that I can't trust a woman who swallows cum then wants to kiss me? I mean, you don't have to kiss them. <laughs> you can say no. <laughs> yeah. What is that about trust? <laughs> she just swallowed your cum, dude. Yeah. You trust her. Well, so even a peck. Right. Like That's fine. How does, how does that work? Does you want her to go brush her teeth? Yeah. Don't be such a prude. Yeah. And you know what? What's wrong with getting fucked in the ass? So what? 
Some some gals like that a lot. Don't be mad. This is a guy who wants to fuck in the ass. Oh yeah. But they won't let him. So hey, appreciate the question though, my friend. Uh, let's see. Let's do another one. What is this? Oh okay. Here's a, a would you rather. Okay. Uh, would you rather have some guy bang your wife or have a guy bang you? I'm as straight as an arrow, but I think I'd rather take one in the stinker than have my lady get banged by some other dude. And then they they list their their demographic: white male, twenty seven, heterosexual, Eastern time zone, five foot eight, seven hundred pounds, hundred seventy pounds. <laughs> so thank you for that, listener. And so yeah, so that's the question: a guy bangs your wife, or you, or the guy bangs you, or the guy bangs me. Mm-hmm. Um, and is my wife there when the guy bangs me? Watching. Yeah. Like you know, cuckolding. <laughs> She's getting cuckolded. Um, I mean, because I definitely don't want my wife to see me get banged by a dude. Because she'll see you enjoying it. Exactly. And yeah. she, she doesn't need to know that secret about me. Well, I don't care even if you're straight. If you're getting fucked in the ass, I mean, even if you're not like enjoying it, like your body's going to still be like, oh, hey, <laughs> like things happen. Um, I know? mean, so so when people get raped, mm-hmm. you're saying that they kind of like it? No, but <laughs> I'm saying like I think women feel a lot of shame sometimes if they are getting raped and hated. But their body still responds favorably. Oh, okay. Because they can't necessarily help it. Like, yeah, I read it's like a article, biological response. Right. Yeah. And then they feel really ashamed. Like, oh my god, like I got wet when I got raped. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, that's some hard shit for yeah. a gal. To, I mean, I can't. That is the absolute one of the absolute worst things I can imagine, man or woman, having yeah. to go through. Yeah. But for a woman to be straddled with that, either way, all I'm saying is you're getting fucked in the ass, Eddie. <laughs> You're probably going to have a boner, and you might even blow a load. So you're right. You don't want your wife to see that. So the answer is clear. Why should your wife get fucked? You get fucked, and you get some free ass sex out of it, Eddie. I mean, that's, you might get a boner and blow a load, man. You might. You probably will. That doesn't make you gay. That means you is love that, your... Does that happen? Like, guys regularly get butt fucked and then blow loads? Like They have to, right? I don't. I don't think necessarily you get fucked in the ass you mean you don't come like the I, only the guy fucking you does I, I i mean i would think at least some of the time i mean, we got to have at least one cool gay listener yeah who can write us in and answer this question yeah because i am clueless i've never you know i could probably figure this out easily by watching a gay porn to the end i never have yeah i mean i've like as a, <laughs> Could you just finish before it i just say yeah i just the second i see those rippling muscles i come <laughs> No, I, even as like a joke with my wife, it's just not like I've just never watched a man yeah. on man porn. I could do some research, Eddie, <laughs> for the show, and I'll watch it. Because like in a girl with guy, they go and then the woman's like, "Oh, I'm coming!" like ten times, whatever. Yeah. The guy comes, shows over, but when it's two dudes, mm-hmm. do they both have to come for the scene to be over, or is it more just the dominant top? He gets to come because he's doing the fucking. Yeah. But what about the other guy? Like, that's not fair for him. He gets to come. But how does he get to come? Does, like, he get fucked in the butt and then the other guy, like, blows him? What's the etiquette, Eddie, of gay porn? Can <laughs> Maybe you tell a, me? a reach around? Maybe. Oh, okay. So he's banging gotcha. him and drinking him at the same time. That maybe you, I yeah. think you got it. But if if seem pretty knowledgeable about it, I'm just gonna the, say, if the movie Road Trip um, is factual, right. the then, prostate. Yeah, you should be able to milk a man by right. pressing somewhere in his asshole. I would assume. I don't know the answer to this question, <laughs> but I do think, as much as I would hate it, oh boy, I don't know. Like, if I, to really answer this question seriously, yeah, 
if, if it's gun to my head, then sure. Like I'll let my wife get fucked, I guess. Is he, is he nice? Does he wear a condom? Does he have AIDS? Like what are the other variables here? Is it consensual? Right. Like, I, okay. I don't want my wife to get raped. You could fuck me in the ass with a, with a gun for all I care. If it's going to save my wife from that. Yeah. If my wife's going to have like hot sex with a good looking guy. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm okay with that. I don't know, man. I think I'm, I think I might take it. In the <laughs> you think so? I don't know. It's just, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I just can't imagine. I know. Kristen being with another man, like, I think I would be, it would make me so angry. But what if in this situation, would it be, would it be better if he was super ugly and gross or like handsome and ripped? Okay. He, you don't have to watch either. Okay. I would prefer he was handsome, ripped and famous. Okay. So if it was like Ryan Gosling, I would totally, I'd be then like, you're yeah, like, all right, it's cool. Get that. That's a great story. We'll tell that story at every dinner party we have. Right. Well, and, and she's not going to leave you for him yeah she can't get him yeah but if she fucks bill in accounting <laughs> she's gonna see him all the time <laughs> maybe she'll fuck him again it's possible all right. if it's a good if it's a good lay bill looks good man he's got four inches hard and he's been doing p90x man <laughs> <laughs> i see him on the break room doing p90x all right where are we at here with time man we got so many more questions to get to uh let's just do what's this one? Oh, you know this is a nice email We'll end with a nice email, okay. like a legit nice email. Hey, I just wanted to say I checked out Save for the Show for the first time in several years on my drive home from work yesterday. I listened to episode 182, Team Mom. I'm really just writing to tell you I haven't laughed that hard in a long time. I've been kind of bummed out. And it was the highlight of my day. This is going to become a routine for my drive home, and I'm excited because I have so many past episodes to listen to. Anyway, it was a real treat. I got introduced to your podcast initially by Josh Redden. I've only heard the episodes he was on. So thank you. This is great. Yeah. He's a real person. That's Probably awesome. lives here in the Sacramento area. Nice. So I can maybe start dating her on the <laughs> side. No. So thank you so much for that super nice note. Um, I won't say your name on the air because you said you're sad. And I don't know. But somebody else listening knows who you are. <laughs> maybe you're going through something. So yeah. hang in there. And if the show can be any help with that and make you laugh once or twice, you know, there's 186 of these goddamn things. So that's what, 90 ish times to and from work if you listen to one there and back. That's a pretty long commute. That's an hour long commute. Yeah. Whatever, gal. You go, girl. <laughs> You're listening to the show. I hope you feel better. And, and that's that. All right. So, speaking of real treats, that's something that we do on the show every week. Eddie and I share something that we like, that we're into. We have a theme song for it. And here it is. It's that time again. Come on. All right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? So um, today at work, we had a uh, all staff meeting. We have one every quarter and mm -hmm. it's like work basically stops and everybody watches our CEO give a presentation about like the how the company's doing and shit like that. Right. And it's like broadcast to all our locations around the world and shit. Wow. Um, so they closed down the cafes on campus so like nobody can get food. Okay. So instead they just buy everyone pizza. Mm, pizza. And um, they bought they get round table pizza which is decent but I really love round tables Maui Zowie pizza man. Maui Zowie. So is that the pineapple ham situation or what it, is it? It's like a Hawaiian pizza but like kicked up a notch because it has um i think it also has like pepperoni and bacon on it 
A lot of meat then. And they have like a tangy island sauce. Ooh. Um, and I never really liked like regular Hawaiian pizza. I don't Me really neither. like hot pineapple. No. It's not, not really into it, but the Maui's it's juicy. Alley. And it's juicy, yeah. And right. it squirts hot loads in your mouth, man. It's gross, man. It, it's pretty gross, man. But the Maui's Alley, for some reason, mm. just really, really tickled my, my mouth a G-spot. Nice. If you will. So. I like Round Table, RTP. They've got the buffet. <laughs> yeah. Any pizza joint that has the buffet where you can just gorge. Yeah. You get your salad and dump like copious amounts of ranch <laughs> on it. Oh man, it's great stuff. So yeah, round table is good. Now let me ask you a question. So I'm breaking my own rule here. Mm-hmm. I feel like Hawaiian pizza is something that so many people like. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I need to do my seven rule thing for it. You should. I really do. I always, I always go away from it. I always avoid it. I've talked on the show. If you don't like something, try it seven times, and on the seventh time, you'll you'll start to like it. I would say start with the Maui Zowie, man. I see. I feel like that's cheating. They'd be like, for my first time having sex, you know, with the captain <laughs> of the cheerleading team or a call girl, it's too good. Yeah. And then when I go have Pizza Hut, you know, Hawaiian, <laughs> which is kind of fucked up, right? Like Hawaiian? Like, why is this Hawaiian? Because the pineapples, man. <laughs> but the pineapples really, are they only made in Hawaii? Is that how that works? Uh, tr- I mean, it's a tropical. Yeah. Maybe it started in Hawaii, like right. buffalo wings. Okay. There's, there's, a, there's not real buffalo in that right. shit. I feel like maybe we should do a class action lawsuit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hawaiian pizza, racist. <laughs> it's racist. Yeah, it's pretty racist, man. You can't eat a people, Eddie. <laughs> there is no Oriental pizza. Or but uh, actually, Hawaiians are American, man. So uh, that's true. It's an American pizza. God damn it! All right, that's great. Great real treat. Thank you, Eddie. Uh, my real treat this week. I joked to you yesterday. You came by my house and you saw my boys watching it. And I mentioned it, like, don't make this your real dream. Yeah. <laughs> is America's Funniest Home Videos <laughs> with Tom Bergeron. Okay. And you may say, whoa, time out. Tom Bergeron, <laughs> what about Danny Tanner? What about Bob Saget? <laughs> those are the classic America's Funniest Videos. And those are great, too. Mm-hmm. But on Netflix, they have America's Funniest Videos, or AFV, yeah. or whatever it's called, with Tom Bergeron, who Tom Bergeron's funny, like, I feel like the fact that that guy's famous and like a millionaire 10 times over from yeah. Dancing with the Stars, the guy's like a fucking broadcaster yeah. or something, like kind of like a nerd. He's been on Howard Stern a bunch. He's really funny, though. Mm-hmm. Really funny. But he's like Mark Summers or something. <laughs> like he yeah. should be hosting game shows like America's Funniest Home Videos, yet he's like at the helm of the most popular reality show, <laughs> shy of like, I don't know, what's another popular reality show? Cops. Amazing. <laughs> Cops. The Amazing Race. Whatever. But here's what really made me think about it. My kids love it. Yeah. Watch a kid in elementary school watch America's Funniest Home Videos, and you'll get it. Yeah. It's like watching fail videos all day. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what made me think about it. Like, when you and I were kids, and we had to watch this, or America's Funniest People, Mm -hmm. that was almost like the pre-internet in a weird way. Yeah. Or like pre-Reddit or Facebook. Because you look at Facebook and all it is is America's Funniest Home Videos Mm -hmm. shared, you know, 30-second videos of a guy. Like you said, fail videos, puppy dog videos, whatever. And I just thought to myself, you know, yeah, that's that's what we had to do back then. Yeah. Watch that show once a week. And I think we're better for it. It's getting it every day. Too much. Too much content, Eddie. Did you know they have new episodes of America's Funniest Home Videos? No. Who's the host? Fucking Alfonso Ribeiro, man. What? Yeah. Have we talked about this? Now it's coming back to me. Have we? Is is there any good on it? He's, I mean, he's kind of corny, but I think every host of of that show is. Okay. I feel him in that. Yeah. 
Does he do the Carlton dance often? I feel like he probably does. I <laughs> I don't think he does. I think he may have done it. God, that poor show, guy. But I don't think it's like a regular like. And time for the Carlton dance. But that poor bastard. Yeah. When he's you know he's at Round Table Pizza with his family, <laughs> just trying to enjoy Maui's Alley, and someone's like. Hey, fucking Carlton, do the Carlton <laughs> dance, motherfucker. He's like, guys, I'm here with my family. Yeah. Can we not? And they're like, oh, sorry, call TMZ. <laughs> Carlton is having a, a meltdown in Round Table Pizza. <laughs> He's like, I can only take it so much. It's like Steve Urkel. <laughs> Everyone sees him and they're like, did I do that? Yeah. That's got to suck. It's a blessing and a curse for these guys. It's got to suck, man. Have you ever seen the movie Tick? No. It was a horror movie, like a B horror movie. Mm-hmm. Alfonso Ribeiro was in it, and he played like a like a inner city like gang member. Yeah, and um, the the movie was about these kids who are like all troubled kids, mm-hmm. and they get taken on a camping trip to kind of like straighten them out. Okay, um, and somebody gets bit by a tick, and Alfonso Ribeiro turns into a giant tick, basically. Wow, and tries to eat all the other ones and stuff. But ridiculous movie, but it's funny <laughs> to see Carlton like try to talk all hard and shit, right, and be tough. Yeah. Is it like a Sharknado style, so bad it's good movie? This, or this was real? like when he was still on Fresh Prince, like the early days oh, of Fresh wow. Prince. Yeah, it's like way back in the day. Wow. I saw it when I was probably like eight, maybe, mm-hmm. eight or nine. That's got to be tough. You know, you look at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Alfonso Ribeiro, he was like in Silver Spoons or something, wasn't he? Yeah, some one, one of those shows. This is like a career actor. This yeah. is a guy who wants to be in Hollywood. He's got an agent. He's doing his thing. He does that show, and then you look at Will Smith who just went into the stratosphere. Yeah. And then even like, I don't know, Philip Banks could have done more stuff. But everyone else in that show, you're like done. It's like Full House or something. Yeah. Like he could probably never get out of that. And so his whole career, he's got like a, a classic, amazing show. And maybe he gets residuals from I, I hope the he reruns. Does, man. I hope. Enough to like survive and live though. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's charging people for his autograph. Probably. <laughs> don't do that, <laughs> Alfonso. <laughs> So either way, yeah, you get stuck. Is it better to have that happen? Like, let's say you and I become famous, and then we're just like, eh, what? We have real jobs. <laughs> we can go back to those. Yeah, we have we have a plan B. <laughs> this is not plan A. Maybe that's why it's not taking off, Eddie. <laughs> you got to quit your dumb corporate job, and we got to make it plan A. Yeah, listen, you quit first. Yeah, totally, man. And just really focus on as the long show. as you let us move in and, and <laughs> you support us. Yeah, I'm down, man. I we'll, will do this show. 24 hours a day. All right. Well, I'll talk to your wife. We'll get you'll get you in here. Sounds good, man. You can sleep in here in my office <laughs> slash guest room. In the studio. Box. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's, yeah. It does smell a little bit in here right now, like a little bit of a cat pee pee. All right. Well, look, that's the end of the show. All right. It's over. Oh, we got to do music. Yeah. All right. I think it's my turn. And I'll just go quickly. There's a new RJD2 album out. Okay. And it's pretty good. Yeah. You know, I wrote down that it was going to be my music to recommend this week, and I listened to the album. Yeah, it's not my favorite mm. of his ever. RJD2 is like an instrumental, jazzy, hip-hop, I don't know how else would you describe his music. It's, yeah, it's really I mean, good. That's... You know what? He did the theme song for Mad Men. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's him. Okay. And that was a song that they, he didn't like make it for them. Mm-hmm. That's a song that they took a clip of which is now, you know, 10 times over more popular yeah. for Mad Men, obviously. But it's that kind of like, like cool, weird drum beats. Yeah. But the new album just doesn't have the same punch that a lot of his other stuff has had. So if you've never heard any of RJD2, listen to him. Yeah. He's really good. He's like good background music for a party or for work. 
it's good stuff. Or if you own like a hipster boutique. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you have a hipster boutique, <laughs> tell us about it. We'll sponsor it on the show. <laughs> so, so that's it. And, and yeah. All right. Well, show's over. What do we know? Patreon.com slash SIFT show. Leave us a review if you want. Oh, I did a Facebook ad, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you know, that was awesome. Tons of people liked this post. Hundreds. Wow. So I don't know if it's coming for new listeners, but if you're a new listener from that Facebook post, send me an email. Yeah. Please. I would love to know if that thing worked, you know, because that's another place where our Patreon money goes towards is advertising. So, yeah, that's super cool. And that's it. So otherwise, this has been episode 186 of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you.